make me feel so young. You make me feel like spring has sprung. Like the way he's speaking, his confidence is peaking. Don't like his baggy jeans, but I'ma like what's underneath them. Love is a hard to say I don't know why and I have some awesome guests with me if they want to introduce themselves hello it's pink I'm honeysuckle pink on tumblr I'm honeysuckle pink on ao3 I'm also honeysuckle pink on pillow fort if anybody is on there and wants to check us out and say hi and I am going to take this from the perspective of someone who is not from New York but has visited at least three times <laughs> <laughs> Four. And uh, Sladiest here, um, Sladiest on Tumblr, and uh, I live in New York, and I've lived in New York since I was 21 years old, so I can uh, I can provide some other insight. That's great. You can tell us how wonderfully accurate they they got New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. At the very least, she can tell you how she took me to all the places. It's like, and this is where Kurt and Blaine broke up. And this is where they joined <laughs> Rachel in in well, the. Well, that's what she said. Take me car. to all these places. Um. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was in New York when Tested aired. Not for the. Oh, really? But when it aired, oh. I was visiting a friend in New York, and I was like, I, I didn't want to tell him what I was doing. I'm like, I have to go do something. Can I go to the library for a few hours? And so, like, I walked <laughs> to the library and like had to like get the thing, when- and then like. Went to yeah. Bryant Park and yep. yeah. <laughs> like scrolling through Tumblr and went like, to Washington okay? Square. Like, yeah, fine. Mm-hmm. Fine. I'm so. good. I'm good. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair, it's not just that they were iconic to these particular scenes of Glee, but I mean, for all just kind of iconic areas in New York and ever. I mean, the heck, Washington Square Park. I remember that archway from when Harry met Sally, which is, you know, one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that's where you go to buy drugs in the 70s. What are you kidding me? Oh, and apparently, apparently, according to Pose, it's also where all the homeless gay teens used to spend the night. Yeah, in the, so. in the 70s and like, the West. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's technically NYU campus, but it's. I was going to say, I, yeah. 
I had a, um, I actually was there for a workshop in college and I ate lunch in Washington Park. It was very nice, but this was yeah. in the early 2000s. So right. <laughs> a lot different. Then. It's very different than it was yeah. in 1975. Yes, I was also the nerd that took a picture of whatever building it was that you pointed out. It's like, and that's the NYU library. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a yeah. librarian nerd. All right. So jumping into the the episode, we open up actually with Rachel talking to um, her producer. I don't know why the guy that played the director, he's not back for any of the rest of this arc. It's just the the producer guy. Maybe they couldn't afford that guy anymore. I don't know. I'm sure it was a big co- function of you know timing and cost, yeah. usually. <laughs> so, um, yeah. and basically... Basically, mm-hmm. Rachel is given a chauffeur and a town car to roam around um, New York with because she has made it big, I guess, sort of. Mm-hmm. I, can I say I just found this very unrealistic? Go okay. for it. Do you want to explain? Yeah, I just, found, just because <laughs> she's essentially a nobody and she's in the revival. It hasn't opened yet, right? They're right. Well, they rehearsals. did. Right. They, they did a tour, a summer tour or something. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like what they did was out-of-town tryout. Like an out-of-town yeah. opening. Like they always open out-of-town. Right. But they it's might not a, yeah. provide her. They might pick her up and get her to the, to the theater, but they're not going to give her a car to drive around New York City. No. but this <laughs> That's is, not going to happen. Sorry, man. Oh, man. I, look, later we'll talk about yeah, first Mercedes First expectation dash. <laughs> I'm assuming yeah, this yeah. just before. I'm assuming. I'm, I think my timing maybe this is right before Uber and Lyft totally blew up, right? Right. Yeah. That oh, yeah. Way pre Uber. Way pre Uber. Yeah. Um, so anyway, she gets in the car, and then we have our opening montage of the song "Downtown," which which is awesome. Which is yeah. You know, it's it's. I feel bad because the songs were nice, and you know, just it's cheerful and everything, but. As far as like buying stuff and having it on my iTunes, I'm just not that big of a Petula Clark person, so I didn't. I, I gotta say, I love or sleep on the subway. I love every single song in this episode. I was gonna say, I, I think do they're too, fantastic. I, really like I don't think there's a miss yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Well, this song though, hilariously off-topic, reminds me of the opener of season three of Lost because. The character yeah, was like yeah. listening to <laughs> right before they like the others on the island come out and they watch the plane cro- going. Yeah. Anyway, it's a whole different topic. But anyway, that song. I never saw Lost. I never watched Lost. So, wait, 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 wait. Are you thinking about make your own kind of music? Are you thinking about did they play no. kind of the Mama Cat when, song? Um, they 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 did do that one, but um, yeah. so during season three, at the opening, Juliet is having her nice little book club and she's playing downtown and then something That's happens right. they go outside and the plane cuts That's in half right. and yeah so but That's anyway right. okay. <laughs> um so yeah I, I, you know the thing i really like about this song though is that it really there's no background singers it's really just them singing and they all get song. everybody gets great lines and mm-hmm. it's just it's so cheerful and it's fun <laughs> and it's happy and it's kind of like welcome to this new world of you know fantastical new york and there's so. yeah, actual New York streets and yeah. you know, well, yeah. there are a couple of them. I I can't tell. Like, there's a couple of moments. Like I know they shot a lot of this in New York City, but there's a couple of scenes that I think were shot on a lot. Like Mercedes yeah, they, Townhouse definitely is not. That's not a New York. I don't think. No, no, that's definitely a lot. But I think they didn't. They have a. They had an outside lot. Maybe it was just for the Mercedes. Yeah, Paramount. Ha- Paramount has a New York street. Paramount yes. has a New York street. 
and it's got like a fake subway and like brownstones and all that crap so they have it there yeah it's actually where they had the the end of the series party yeah they did like a big street fair like a big fair thing yep Yep. They actually have they have a lot of parties on the lot there. I have actually been to yeah. one. It's large. I think <laughs> again, I'm like the the one that's throwing everybody off topic this time. I think it was also used in How I Met Your Mother for their big 100th episode. They did a musical episode. And Is that the like, one where they did Everybody's Got to Have a Street? Or I love yes. <laughs> the, the two lots that have New York streets are the Warner Brothers lot and the Paramount lot. They they both have huge New okay. York streets like the friends exteriors are all on the warner brothers new york street lots because the warner brothers made that show oh, but okay glee shot at uh, at paramount at and paramount. they both have they they're both they're like the yeah. two i think they might be the two remaining big studio lots they have out there oh is paramount and warner brothers okay yeah i, I don't know who, i think the one who, so okay you know the one thing other thing that i seem to remember about when they were shooting this is that and, and gretchen you can vouch for this this was apparently one of like the cold days like on record well like, i did not watch glee when this was happening i had no idea this oh. was going on when it was going on wasn't, like, I, could, I could have driven through this and wouldn't have known <laughs> but but yeah. wasn't but this i do the, remember reading oh, ahead, sorry oh sorry i do remember reading them saying that it was really cold and didn't they shoot it like at six o'clock in the morning like really early I like a lot so. of these well, things they had to all day, but it was like i think um god when was it? i was trying to remember when they shot i want to say it was like it was like in January or so. Yeah, it was January, yeah. February. Yeah, and See, I think it it didn't get above ten. Oh god, it, it, was February the, in New York is pretty fucking cold. <laughs> was this the one where I think it was Darren doing the behind scene camera where he like waves at Cord and Chris and Kevin, and then there's like nobody there, but then he pans yeah. it around. There's like a whole bunch of people there. Yeah, I think that's the same. Oh yeah, but it, yeah, the fans knew they were shooting that day. Yeah. Because they were all there was a lot of fans at Washington Square at Washington Park, and there were also a lot of fans. It's Washington at Square Park. Square, they did Washington, Washington Square Park. Okay. It's Washington Square Park. Okay. Oh, is there a Washington Park? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I like also this is when Kurt finally gets to sing his way up the subway because everybody else has and he hadn't had a chance to do that yet. Yeah. Um, and he and Blaine meet for coffee and then they go meet. And they're um, so cute. I know. And Aww. they all meet in the middle. And I got a dumb meet. question, by the way. And this is just something that I've always wondered about. Why is it in New York that all the to-go coffee is in those little, like, Greek-labeled cups? Um, because it's just the cup. <sighs> it's just a generic he, cup. But that's the thing, though. It's not really generic because you never see it in, like, any other city. It's, like, only in New York that you see that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I I would imagine it's, like, a local bodega supplier, but it, it's been like yeah. that forever. Forever. Okay. okay. Although now everybody just drinks Starbucks, so... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Forgive me. I'm, I'm just a poor, ignorant Southern girl, all sweet and innocent, naive of your ways. <laughs> uh, well, I bet. I wonder if Blaine has made friends with that guy, though, at this point. They've been there for a few months. Probably the on first dude? name basis. Yeah, the coffee dude. I'm sure. Yeah. It's easy to get on a first name basis with your coffee guy. Less so now, but like before Starbucks, when. You know, when I work downtown, I work in the East Village, and you go to see the same coffee guy every day, everybody knows their name. You all, everybody knew each other. Yeah. I don't know if it's quite the same anymore, but. 
Well, I mean, I we have you even chase you off my lawn. <laughs> we even have railers like at my place. They come in, and every morning we have like the same four or five old men who come in right. and get their coffee. So right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so they all meet up um, and we get some exposition about how Rachel's moved back into the loft and she didn't actually move in. And Kurt and Blaine are the ones that had to move in because Kurt is not happy with Rachel this entire episode. No, <laughs> no. Of course, not happy with anybody, but no, but Kurt in this episode, Kurt is me. Oh, am, Kurt's, yeah, me too. I completely <laughs> sympathize with every single complaint that he has about everyone. I, 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 I am it, there too. He's right. He's right. He's right. <laughs> and Rachel, this particular episode, she is more, um, even in this first scene where she's like, look, I have a town car and we're going to go eat. And Artie and Sam, you can walk. That's, that's fine. Um, oh, I can walk. <laughs> can't walk. Okay, but yeah, here's what that. I want to know. They say they're going to Odeon. Now, I have never been to Odeon before three o'clock in the morning. So I just can't figure out what meal is this that they're going there for? Are they going there for breakfast? Is this lunch? Is this late afternoon? Like I couldn't figure out what time of day it was supposed I to be. I assume it was morning, but I mean, it's still a little, I don't know. The, I'm so, going to talk about the time thing later because I'm like. But time thing. Oh my God. That day weird. is 47 hours long. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, and, the, and, and later on I'll get into like the costume switches, which make no sense. But anyway. Oh my God. Yes, yeah. I, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so um, we kind of get this whole divide on like Rachel's doing absolutely fine. And then yet Artie and Sam are poor and struggling and New York isn't is what it's cracked up to be. So, um, so after the little glee card goes by, um, we get our domestic clean scene. Um, how many people like how many squeals? of joy came out of the glee of McLean fandom with them all just snuggling in bed in that mirror. Oh my God. How many fics were written about them having sex in front of that mirror? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I've never read any. I'm oh, sure there no. are. There, there were just because that was yeah. the same one that they used in the breakup. So that, that mirror has been around. <laughs> that mirror's been around a long time. That mirror seen some shit. <laughs> but I got to can I just comment that they both yeah. look like they're 35 in this scene. That's the other know, thing I noticed like, about this entire arc I know, is that like, everybody feels like, like adults. How old they are it definitely sort of came through. They didn't really they, they look so down. much older than the 18 years old that they were should have been since they literally just moved there out of high school that I'm like so I, I definitely it pulls me out of it. They could it have done a time jump right there 5 years yeah. later. Well, awesome. it, 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 oh my god! I, okay, Gretchen, you might, you might, Clytis, uh, you might actually be able to relate to this. Okay, so you've been doing that bewitched AU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost not look like something Darren would have worn. And by Darren, I don't mean Chris. I mean Darren is in the oh, um, what's her faces? I mean, in Darren and Bewitched. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Wait, yeah, repeat your yeah, question. That, what? Kurt's Can you pajamas. repeat your Kurt's pajamas look like something that yes, Darren from Bewitched would totally have worn those pajamas. Yes, he not Darren Chris, Darren, Darren, Darren Stevens, Darren Stevens. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, that's it, that's so funny because like a lot of the actual plot and dialogue still feels slightly like teenagerish, but they oh, do. They look so they much look older so than old. it is jarring. Like, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I wear your grandpa's clothes. I look awesome. Oh my god! But it's like, um, it's, it's like no. It's like it makes me think of when Cooper was claiming that Kurt was dressing Blaine, and I was just like, yeah. 
Blaine is dressing like his grandpa, and now Kurt's starting to catch on. They're dressing <laughs> each other. Oh, man. Okay. Um, my grandfather would wear that. I will say, I think that mirror shot, though, that opening mirror shot, it's really pretty and really beautifully lit, yeah. though. And this episode, so, everything about this episode, I think, is terrific. But yeah, oh yeah, I mean, like even my well like, yeah, they just did. Well. It's just it, everything's they got stepped some depth it up to it. Yeah, they've got yeah. especially the outdoor shots help a lot because when you're not shooting on a lot, you've got actual like right. depth in all of your camera shots. Actual show, actually show distance of things, so it gives it well, like it a also, bigger feel gives it a, a way to show the world because I think that was one of my yeah. complaints about the last couple seasons, even going back to season three, they never showed outside shots or showed them, them anywhere else but the like a room or the, the choir room right, and it felt right. very claustrophobic. You didn't really get well, a feel yeah. for... So. The only time they were ever outside was in the courtyard, which in and of itself is somewhat claustrophobic. Right. At, no, at the, the amusement park outside. on Senior Ditch Day. Oh, that's oh, true. great. That was like yeah. one little segment. I know, but still, they ran yeah. around. I um, mean, and they had the church, and park. I do, but, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a parking lot. They get out of yeah. a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a parking oh, lot. Okay, go on. So, so um, yeah. we get into it, and Blaine, we find, has been making Kurt breakfast for months at this yeah, point. for months. Oh, my God. Like... Kurt should be weighing 40, he should have 40 extra pounds on him if he's eating pancakes every freaking morning. (laughs) Oh, man. And the Sunday paper on Wednesday? uh, Yeah, the Sunday, oh, it's like the Sunday style section, or I'm like, who the hell do you know at the time? Yeah, well, and like, who, uh, why are they not reading this on their, like, tablets? So, like, it's kind of funny that they, like, get the newspaper. This was... Was, would everybody have been reading it on a tablet? Is what was this 2013? I guess maybe. Yeah. Probably not. Know. Oh, so um, yeah. So they're making breakfast, and you can tell like Kurt is just a little stifled by all of this. Like it's like okay, dude. Um, and Blaine, on the other hand, is like we get to wake up together, and we get to go to class together, we get to do this together, we get to do that together, and then we get to go to bed together. And oh my god, like to me, just as a person who needs their space, I'd be like. Okay, just go over there for a while, please. <laughs> yeah, that's a little. That's a little. It's a little much. Blaine's yeah. having a little much. So why is it? Because is he worried he's going to break up with him again? Is he trying to make up for lost yeah. time? Yeah, I, I kind of don't get it. Like it feels weird to me, but I don't know. Yeah, it kind of. I, it's. Oh, go ahead, Pink. Well, I mean, I I can absolutely get it because I mean, Blaine probably. I mean, he obviously blamed himself somewhat for the breakup, and uh, yes, it was kind of his fault because he cheated. But he also it was Kurt's fault. Like sorry, it was, it was it was both of their fault. They were both immature little idiots. Yeah, that, um, I agree with that. <laughs> but they also, I think, Blaine is reacting to the fact that even after they were engaged, they were still in a long distance engagement. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he felt that, but you know, oh, the distance made us pull apart. So. Now that we're together, we have to be together all the time because yeah, I, well, I had the time away from him. And I also, I'm on top of that, I'm guessing that Kurt is starting to pull away again a little bit. And then Blaine is like feeling insecure. It's unfortunate that we have this like six months or plus. Gap. Because if it was like from May to January, that's yeah. like what, a lot more than six. Um, 
that we have this big time jump because we don't get to see them right when they, they go to New York and right when they're happy. And I, this is months of them doing everything together and Kurt's starting to pull away and Blaine's like getting insecure again. And because they aren't talking to each other about it and being stupid teenage boys about it, it's causing issues. So, yeah. Um, Communication. But- Yes, exactly. Yeah, but but they're because they look like they're thirty. We expect them to have you know right. adult communication oh, skills, but right. they don't <laughs> because they're supposed to be eighteen, and eighteen-year-olds don't have communication skills. Nope, they don't. <laughs> Sorry, um, Laurel. And, and <laughs> um, but I also like they they get into um, the song "You Make Me Feel So Young," which is right. hilarious and adds to and adorable and yeah. feel, but and you know and. Kurt still is, you know, he still loves playing. There's no question about that. It's just a matter of space. And, you know, so, yeah, they, they still, look like they're having a good time. Yeah, they are, especially during the pillow uh, fight. I mean, yes, that was great. Like a lot of fun. And, you know, as long as Sam keeps on jogging and doesn't come back from <laughs> if Sam could just jog like forever. You know, this is my, um, this song, for, uh, I, I have a theory about this, was my niece's favorite song to listen to. I play her Glee clips, and she was only like four at the time, you know. And oh. I play her Glee clips, and this one was one of her favorites. And I think it's because it's so domestic that, you know, they're brushing the teeth, and they're making their bed, and they're all smiling and happy and dancing. And she just loved that. So, mm-hmm. anyway, I just thought it was. Yeah. Well, first he has to make his bed because his bedroom is basically out in the open. So, <laughs> oh, which we'll man. get to later. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they come back, they go, they apparently, and this was the morning they went shopping, they come back, uh, get themselves on the couch. I'm guessing they are not spending a lot of time having sex with each Together. other. Well, that also, <laughs> and that, I'm sure that's also complicating their relationship that, oh, yeah. you know, there are way too many people in their relationship. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Cause then Sam gets there and the look that Kurt shoots Sam when he gets in. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Cause he's pretty just, deadly grinning yeah, like yeah, a Cheshire or cat before it. When he pushes that. Blaine down, he's just ready for this. And then... <laughs> but no. But no. But no. Sam Can comes we... in, takes his ice cream into the shower. Such a bad move. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that. Like, he took the ice cream into the shower. That cracks me up. So. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, some people have shower beer. <laughs> I take my coffee in the shower. Sam is underage, so he has shower ice cream. <laughs> how gross though you go for a run and then you're gonna eat ice cream that just in the shower ugh. yeah yeah i know it makes you want to be sick <laughs> well, so yeah so anyway uh kurt tells blade to fix it because it's been him. months get rid of him i've been months. get rid of him bury the body i don't want to see it it's like you can feel like the un- Sexual tension is not the right word. Sexual frustration. That's frustration. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I can't even fucking masturbate with all these people in the goddamn house. (laughs) Well, apparently, (laughs) I don't know if that's stopping any of them. But this doesn't strike me as as even remote. This is a very realistic living situation. Yeah. For people. I mean, I thought it was interesting that they moved them to Bushwick as opposed to some magical apartment somewhere else in the city because that is legitimately where they would have had to have lived. Right. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. They had gotten it. Because the friends lived in. Yeah. 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 No. Um, you know. So, yeah. Okay. So um, then we get Artie in New York and he, he has this whole long speech about being in New York and like how. You know, he feels wants to feel like real New Yorker by taking the subway. 
I'm like, oh, Artie. Um, but he lives in the dorm, so hey, he's got that going for him. But this is, I mean, I, I just found this whole bit confusing because I can tell you, you never see anybody in a wheelchair on the subway because you can't get there. Um, and and just once, and you can totally, you know, correct me. I saw, I was going down the subway, and there was this big, large elevator, and this one guy was in a wheelchair went down. That's the only time, and I've been there maybe three or four times. Yeah, there's um, like, even now with whatever you know changes they've made to the subway system, there are very few places that have we have elevators, mm-hmm. so it limits where you can and can't get off of. And the <laughs> idea that it would be convenient to where he would be living. I mean, that's, that's tough. If he's yeah. going, I don't know where he's going. He's going to school in Brooklyn. There are like a couple of places that have elevators. They're broken all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it would be really difficult for him to regularly use the subway in a wheelchair. My question is, where's Artie living? Because he's not in the loft. Not to mention the loft seems to be... He's in a dorm. He's in a dorm uh, at like he's... Brooklyn Film School or something. Yeah, oh, apparently yeah. they've got dormitories there. Which is a made-up okay. thing, which is fine. But also... There aren't a lot of, I mean, there are fewer subway stations in Brooklyn that have an elevate, an, esca- an elevator than there are in Manhattan. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just a weird story. I mean, there are a lot of ways you could talk about how difficult it would be for somebody in a wheelchair to get around New York City. But mm-hmm. on the subway isn't, even getting on and off the buses is a pain in the ass. Yeah, isn't there a, le- like, sometimes it doesn't line up 100% right and there's like a gap. I know I well, for the buses, they have, well, they, there's a ramp. Yeah. Okay. You know, but they have to stop the bus and they have to move the people on the bus and they have to get you on. If you're in a wheelchair, they right. can only take two at a time and they have to buckle you in. I mean, like it's a whole, pro- like it's a whole production to get on and off a bus. Yeah. I, I have the utmost, like, I, I don't even know. And you can't get into shops. I mean, it's like, it's, it's horrible. Yeah. Oh, um, so Artie has gotten himself on the subway, or yeah, the somehow, platform, somehow, and <laughs> and where they are, the same yeah. way he, he same way he got up on the fountain in the other New York. In the, the, first the, year. the platforms so, say Union quick. Square and Grand Central, and neither one of them can they get in. So. Okay, um, <laughs> so this guy uh, on crutches like runs behind him and grabs his backpack and runs off because apparently Glee thought it would be really funny. For if, one handicapped guy to be still to be like one. mugged on the subway. Yeah. Oh god. Jeez. Okay, and that is his storyline. So. Okay, so we switch back to Sam's storyline where he's sitting on the couch with his really gross shirt on. Blaine comes back from his day and says, basically, you've been, you know, you look like a dirty hippie and you've been sitting on that couch all the entire day. And that's when. Sam goes into this rant about how he doesn't like the city and how he doesn't get any modeling jobs. And this at least feels like everybody has it so easy in New York that <laughs> Sam is struggling to get even a call back. You know, I, I believe yeah. it. I buy it. So. Oh yeah. He, he, I mean, yeah, it's very realistic. Mm-hmm. He, so. he would be going on, you know, meetings and auditions and tryouts for months and months and months. Yeah. So, so Blaine is like, well, you know, let's do, um, let's go out there and seize the day. And did either of you find it a little jarring when he brings up Will, Mr. Shoe? Like, it's like, well, or when Sam does him, it's like, well, Mr. Shoe said do this or something like that. What? Oh, God, I, I don't didn't think it was that. jarring so much as like Sam's taking 
you know, I mean, I, I thought it was funny, but, um, you know, he's got the role models he's got, you know, and he's got the people who believe in him who do. And it's not everybody. Not everybody believes yeah. in Sam. I mean, his friends do, but it's it's qualified. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I even just, though it's not openly qualified, they're all like, oh, Sam, he's such a goofball. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess I, I meant more of like this whole story <laughs> feels so far so different and removed from the glee that was before it that bringing the Will and Lima side of it back into it for mm-hmm. just a mention feels weird a little bit just to me but, but but even sam who's the one who's struggling you would think he would he would be the one to do it though he's the one who's still gonna have yeah. well maybe i'm better off where i yeah, was yeah that's true that's mm-hmm. true if you're talking right. about which character can mention can can tie it back to lima that makes yeah. a lot of sense now that i think of it so <laughs> so no don't be sorry like <laughs> sometimes i can be wrong it's okay <laughs> <laughs> don't do it again don't do it again <laughs> Um, so, um, then we get, uh, one of, yeah, right. This, all the songs in this episode are amazing. Um, we get Best Day of My Life. Best Day of My Life. Best Day of My Life. All American Rejects. performance is beautiful. What? Wait, no. So, not All American Rejects. Shit. American Authors. That's what I was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Getting my, I'm getting all my bands mixed up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and yeah, it is. It's, uh, I wonder how long they had to shut down Times Square to do this. Um, but, and I think it was that was the the one where there's a video of them in, like in the back of the limo at like oh it's five o'clock. Yeah, they did like oh, first. Oh yeah. Because they shot it like now super early in the morning. Which is weird because now Times Square is completely shut down from traffic. You could do that easily now. Um, oh, wow. But but there would be thousands of people there. Yeah, you'd have to clear all the who's fo- clearing all the tourists out. So yeah, and I think it's dirtier now than it was then, honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, I just I remember, like I said, I've been to New York. Uh, maybe it's up towards five times, and right. only been to Times Square mm-hmm. once because the, my friends that are New Yorkers are like, "We're not going there." Yeah, <laughs> like, well, which I understand. I did it once, and I'm like, I don't need to go back here. It's, it's, it's yeah, I did like touristy. the one thing. It's like I think the only time we ever go, we ever go to, to if there's Times a, if Square. There's a Broadway to to show. Yeah. yeah. Well, if yeah. you have a show to go to, that's it. Oh. Um, so, but yeah, this performance is so much fun. I, I really do love yeah. the moment when Blaine takes that girl and like dances her around the And like dances around with her in a circle. Yeah, I'm glad I watched it today because I didn't remember that, but it was so great. I'm just going to start with like, I'm just going to have background music. Y'all, I will be the background. Like, sing along. No. Yay. It's going to be the best day of my life. um but yeah and it's nice that they have you know blaine and sam don't have a whole ton to do in the new york arc but it's nice that they still have this really good friendship and and like i get the scene and stuff so plus you gotta have a makeover montage (laughs) but i do think through the whole arc what the the whole excuse for the makeover arc makeover montage oh Oh, really yeah. What episode was that then? This the makeover oh. montage in this one? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't really think you can call it a montage, but I mean, he definitely does, but he does get his haircut. Yeah, yeah, when he goes to get his haircut. Right. Yeah. yeah. I did like how it's like when we were getting all the casting spoilers, one of the casting spoilers was literally for a someone who could actually cut hair. Because <laughs> they were like, you are actually going to be cutting this actor's hair. 
Yeah. <laughs> like that's fun. That's cool. Um, so after this scene, we get the mime class scene, but with our French oh mime. My God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my With the special cameo from Chris's actual boyfriend, by the way. Yes. Will. Will was yeah. there. Which Will cameo. Will cameo. He's like right between them two. So you can't really miss him yeah. because like there's trading dialogue over him while he's trying to get him. Yeah. It's yeah, so it's funny. Cute. It cracks me it's up. Very, I love that. You know, and he's not the only family member in this episode. Um, Leah's dad actually is in the crowd at the very end when she's singing people. Is he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then, and this is because like a lot of look. family members, um, right. um, mm-hmm. uh, especially Darren, in season five, everybody, yeah, Darren's yeah, parents, Darren's definitely. parents were yeah, up Darren's too. Parents were a couple. Um, so, so yeah, but we get this scene. The whole point <laughs> is that um, that the, you're, they're miming being in a small space together, and it's enclosing around them. And Blaine they're does try close. to talk. Um, they're in the mime class, and. Basically, this is a little frustrating on Kurt's part because, like, Blaine says, hey, am I crowding you? Am I the one that's, like, as he literally, you know, crowds into him? And Kurt's like, right. no. And I can see part <laughs> of it is yes, he didn't want to yes, hurt. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I, I'm like, come on, Kurt, tell him the truth because, obviously, you're you're not having fun time here. So, but I don't know. Maybe he feels like Blaine is really sensitive. I don't know. So. Yeah, yeah. Especially when Disney show up. Oh, wait a minute. No, Love is a Battlefield is the next episode, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this is the next one. I think the next scene is like they're all back to Lost. And well, actually, oh, the next this, scene is, I, is Sam's crowded. haircut scene, but we we talked about that a little bit. So, yeah. Okay. So yeah, Sam gets a haircut, and then we get the Lost scene where um, the soda Artie, spritzer and. Is that it? The soda stream. The soda and stream. The well, it's not just the soda stream. It's that Artie is, um, you know, Artie's on the phone with the police about his laptop. And then, you know, Kurt's trying to comfort Artie, but mm-hmm. he's getting pissed off at Blank because Blank keeps doing his soda stream machine because he loves his bubbles. <laughs> and, and then, well, and and then, then Rachel, Rachel comes in. Oh, my God. And Rachel's like, I need some lemon water. I just buy your lemon. Oh and my oh my god, the story about the money is a hopeless guy. Yeah, I, oh, I went to a dollar, so I asked him for it back. I was like, oh my god, Rachel. Oh yeah, she, she is just Rachel. high maintenance. And you can see, yeah. like, Blaine does go and get her lemons too, or lemon water. He does. He gives her lemons. Are those Meyer lemons? And turns right around. Nope. No. Okay. Yeah. So she's like on her high horse and. And, you know the bubbles, and I can I can totally see. Kurt's like, oh god, just I need space. I need quiet time. I need to be alone. Up the window. Right. <laughs> like um, I was even feeling anxious in that scene. I wasn't even in it, but I was just like literally watching that. I felt crowded. Yeah. Well, I, I that's the, like, that's what they were going for. Good god. Oh I'm pretty gosh. sure even in that big enough set, they're like, no, we need you guys to be closer together. <laughs> No, we need to make it feel more crowded. Oh man! And could you imagine if Santana was living there too at this point? I mean, it just out of control. Santana probably would come stomping out of whatever couch she was sleeping on with one of those air horn things to get everyone to shut up. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, next we get the Kurt and Elliot scene, and you're right. This is the same. He's still wearing the same outfit that he was wearing at the beginning of the episode. So so right. far, this has all taken place on the yeah. same day. Holy crap! Um, 
So yeah, so Kurt goes to see Elliot. Elliot's like talking about bands and Kurt's not paying attention. So Elliot's like, you know, you're not listening to me. And Kurt's like, I didn't get any sleep. And Elliot's like, oh, dude. And Kurt's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's not like that. <laughs> and Kurt's like, no, I wish. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, the previous night... And yeah, it just happened that last night um, that they got the Blaine brought in the couch and the couch had bed bugs. So, did, so I think we should oh, assume God, that, right, that, that from, was in there. from the soda stream to the uh, meeting Elliot, even though he's wearing the same outfit that he was wearing when they went shopping three days earlier. I think we should assume that's a couple of days because there's no way. Be, yeah. Right. Because the, the couch. Oh, oh, do you say the couch was last week? This is very confusing. Well, you said I'm that going he, to bring up a oh, possibility. No, no the they couch was last get, night. Yeah, yeah, because he didn't get any sleep because they had right, to take showers of and because yeah, of the bed bugs. Oh yeah. my god! What was your theory? Okay, so, well, no, I'm just think, theorizing. Is it possible that it's it's possible that this is all the same day? But it's also very possible that Kurt, in all of his stress and having to deal with all these people living in his loft and having to do laundry and all this stuff, just finally said, "Fuck it, I'm going to repeat an outfit." Well, yeah, you possible. definitely have to conserve because if they have to take their laundry out to the laundromat to do it oh. and he's got to do the laundry, he's yeah. probably hand-washing minimals at home and saving things like the vest and the things that are layered, they don't get washed. So you have to yeah. save that. Yep. Anyway. So, yeah. But yeah, but the bedbug thing <laughs> definitely oh happened so the funny. previous night. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, it happened the previous night. But I would assume that would be the day after... Well, spirit. you know what though, uh, it might be after. because because when when Sam is on the couch, he says I have to stay on the couch because Kurt's furniture hurts my hurts me. So I'm wondering if that would Blaine then went and tried to get a couch. A for couch? Sam. Oh, for Sam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. Sam could have something to... something more comfortable to sleep on. Right. Yeah. But Sam could have bed bugs. Yeah. Sam doesn't want mm-hmm. bed bugs. <laughs> so anyway, so then he sings this thing, you know, then they do the great song with Elliot. Yeah, Rock Show, this is one of my favorite ones ever. I love this song I so did. much. I, okay, so I love this song. I'm still a bitter about whatever they, whatever behind the scenes, whatever alternate staging or filming they had planned with this, with like, oh, yeah, with the like leather. a leather vest skyliner and all that. I would love, and you know, Adam Lambert and all this and of Lambertness glory would have been awesome. But I just also love how the oh god, oh god, it's like oh I'm I'm, trying, I'm my old brain cannot right. remember the name of the band. I love the band so much. Great big world. Great big world. Mm-hmm. Great big world. Because yeah. I have this album. I don't own very many albums. He now. even says their name in the scene. Yeah. Well, and that's the I other thing um, about this scene though is that um, Kurt is like oh my god, you know it's an omen for it's going to be a sudden disaster for Blaine and I and. <laughs> And Elliot, who it's like, is dude, much, like, chill out, set some boundaries, get some walls, you'll be fine. Yeah, 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 exactly. And but I just wanted to go ahead and tie in that a great big world is, is the band whose <laughs> name I forgot because goddamn idiot. Um, oh, you're fine. <laughs> the of the Glee fabric because you know the the first is like they kind of got one of their big breaks with having um, this has been a year covered, and then you know. Mm-hmm. A, and, and since then, they've actually become friends with Darren, and Darren's been in one of their music videos. And they performed with them at Elfie Fest, and so I just kind of love how the band is kind of embedded, like more. It's not just a band that got covered on Glee; they've kind of become mm-hmm. almost in the fabric of it. Oh yeah, and really, 
gleeful band. So, and they make good music. So, I wish somebody had done Everyone Is Gay. Oh, that would have been fun. <laughs> uh, well, I, th- I think that's the other thing that's kind of cool about this particular arc is that there is a whole lot of gay stuff, but it's not like, oh, I guess Poseidon wanted to gay, did gay, gay, gay. <laughs> it's not um, like a big. It's, it's just part of their life. Yeah, it's just a, a thing. I mean, it's not really about like, um, you know, oh my gosh, but, you know, Kurt's gay and but no, it's just they're living their lives and it's it's just oh. understated and in there so. So yeah, um, okay. So the next scene is Rachel. This is the this is this cracks me up. She's she's in her little town car, and then she's like in Chinatown, and she's it like, wait, stop! Hotel. I have to like go experience New York the way real people do, and not live in my bubble. And it cracks me up because it, it sound it. She acts like she hasn't lived there for a year and a half. Like, <laughs> and she also gets out in like the tail end of Chinatown under the Manhattan Bridge. Like, there's nowhere she can go from there. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> like, that town car driver saying, come back! It's like, why am I letting you out here? It's 15 blocks of the subway. Because <laughs> Rachel isn't that smart. But she's going to walk like a real New Yorker. Oh, my God. I don't know. God. I mean, it's a great neighborhood, but still. Yeah. Right. It's just funny. I just think it's so funny because she's just like... No, I have to experience New York like real people do. And I'm like, honey, you like, live here for a year and a real, Also, you're a real person. You just don't want to be. <laughs> exactly. Which is why, yeah. what Artie says earlier in the episode. He's like, you're not even a real person anymore. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, he was exactly. right. Of course. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. So then we get the scene um, that this is a different day because they're wearing different clothes in this so they're, they're where blaine is putting the tape down sam comes in and he's like did somebody die here did somebody and, die here <laughs> and blaine's like no does this look like a body <laughs> does this look uh, like a body no yeah <laughs> oh sam and sam gives but, sam has a but sam has a job yeah modeling with a bubble butts bubble butt. is that a thing like i didn't do, do, do I don't know, know, but I think the funniest thing is when Blaine says, I didn't know that was a thing, because clearly he does know that's a thing, because he's got one, and he doesn't need any padding on his ass. <laughs> no, he yeah. does not. No, no, no. Okay, where is, damn it, I want to, is there a way to search for fic by the episode that it's based on? Um, it depends <laughs> on where you're trying to, I mean, I don't know. Because someone actually, I kind of requested it and someone actually wrote it for me and I can't find it now, but it I know there's a bubble, there's a bubble butt fix somewhere. I have read one. Yeah, uh, and it's not give funny. It a, it's basically, it's an AU, it's a meat cute. Okay. Like Kurt, like Kurt works at, like, like Lane works at a coffee shop and Kurt admires his butt. And so designs this bubble, butt and designs the bubble butt. Mm-hmm. Why would someone do that? Probably just like, as Sam says, you know, that, you know, Sam is the model and he's just like, oh, here, meet my friend Blaine. And Kurt's like, like, because <laughs> he's feeding me inspiration for the bubble butt. Oh, that's funny. Oh, ask for it on uh, TVD Feck. And so maybe somebody there will know. Yeah. Or I mean, ask it on your own blog and, or my blog or I'll reblog it on there or something. Yeah, that's but, how I do. So. But yeah, so Sam's all excited that he's got a modeling job. He's also staying. At, and, he's okay, got a, so and, he's, and he's got a new apartment with other models. Apartment. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, mm-hmm. and he's going to be moving out, which, which Blaine is not really like, he didn't mind having his best friend right. there. Um, so he's not exactly thrilled about it. Um, oh, but then he's going to miss having someone around who likes him. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Sorry. That's um, no. So, um, but yeah, the, the earlier, I'm the, sure my husband feels the same way about living with me. Well, that's the thing though. I mean, <laughs> and uh, you know, that's the, um, like people got so like, Oh, or do they even like each other anymore? I'm like, yeah, after, you know, you, you don't always stay in that honeymoon period. You're going to be like, yeah. used to each other and grumbly and whatever and then yeah no I you're think, not always nice to the person that you're with oh my god yeah, exactly <laughs> oh. it doesn't mean you stop loving them or something. Right. just change you're just you know used to them so yeah. um, and i go days without talking to each other <laughs> doesn't mean you don't like them no <laughs> not at all um, it does mean you don't like me just need to be away from them for a little bit while <laughs> yeah. then well, you said, i always like, said i always said Kurt and Blaine would have been fine if they had a, a place that had rooms and walls and doors that you can slam that you could be in separate places for yeah, you know, of course. a little space. So, um, but oh, anyway, yeah. so yeah, so Blaine and I feel Blaine in this particular scene just because he's like, you know, this is supposed to be our place, but it still feels like Kurt's place, and I want to rearrange it to make me feel more comfortable. Right, I do get right. that. Yeah, so, moving yeah. in with somebody into their like, and this is a big discussion that people who live in New York have and people move into move people move in together in New York at a really young age because it's so expensive and it's so geographically difficult mm-hmm. to live in a different neighborhood than somebody that you're dating yeah. because it takes forever to get someplace and it's always right. inconvenient. It's a pain in the ass. So people mm-hmm. tend to cohabitate early with varying levels of commitment. You know, it's like, yeah, we're going to live together, but it doesn't really mean anything or, you know, it's going to be whatever it, it can sort of come and go. And, you know, the idea of when you move in with somebody, do you get a new place or do you move into one of the places is actually a huge discussion with a lot of people because it mm-hmm. can make a big difference about the success of your relationship. Oh, yeah. Makes total sense. And clearly, I mean, as we'll get to in a minute, they didn't have that conversation. Right. No, so. not at all. <laughs> no, they did not. They did not. Um, and they just figured it's just like, it's got to be like sleeping together, but like all the time. The time. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. No, uh, no. Um, so. <laughs> okay. By the way, just go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, when he's saying, when he's saying, we can hear everything that they, it's like, we can hear everything from them and God knows what they hear from us. There is a part of me that, of course, we all want to see, ha ha ha, they hear sexy times. But there's a part of me that just wants to be like, maybe Blaine is a night farter or something. (laughs) Well, that's just a normal, like. I feel like just let them rip while they're dead asleep. I mean, yeah, it's all They all are, which is the problem. Yeah. But it's it's all encompassing. It's not just, you know, sexy times. And I'm sure there are times when they're both say, screw it. I don't care who's in the house. We're doing this. But also, like, you know, farting and weird conversations about weird stuff. And, and like. Bad food that you make and, like, horrible smells. And, like, you know. And they're sharing one bathroom. Exactly. Nobody wants that. <laughs> people don't want to live with other people. There are people banging on the door going, let me in. No. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, that scene made, where they all went to the Brazilian steak place. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Like, I, I you know, they have this argument and, like, and, and I get Kurt, too, also, because, like, he is an only child who is not used to sharing his toys and not used to, like, having somebody in his space. And it's just a matter of they have to find who they are. And it's, it, does, it doesn't really work, especially when you have, like, all these other people in the mix. Like, trying to find who you are as a couple 
just doesn't work very well. So they blow up at each other, which is perfectly, it's a funny fight too, I think. Um, but, um, and then this seems a little tacked on and unnecessary, but then Blaine throws out the whole, you know, well, what about Elliot? Are you doing stuff with Elliot? Kind of thing. And Kurt's just like, is that like, the- oh, I'll bet you talk to him. Like, I'll bet he's your friend. I'm like, oh, honey. Yeah, like, Kurt's like, what the frick are you even talking about? There's nothing to do with Elliot. It has nothing to do with... And it's kind of nice that they kind of stayed away from... Because Glee likes to do third parties all the time. So the fact that, you know, yeah. Elliot was not ever a thing. I don't know why they needed to... Except for that the they wanted Blaine to go over there, but... Mm-hmm. So. No, but... but like, calm down, I mean, psycho. Blaine was is like definitely flat. exposing... He's, he's feeling the loss of intimacy, no matter... Like, they're squished all together, but they have no right. relationship. So he's feeling the loss of their connection. And yeah. if it's not with him, who is it with? Who is right. Kurt having some connection with? And that even a platonic other person can make the person that you're partner with feel insecure. That, I mean, that's right. definitely true about relationships. Yeah. No. So, yeah, that I, I think that had it been just a normal situation, Blaine probably would have never felt kind of insecure about Elliot. But because Kurt's obviously talking to Elliot about things, that brings up Blaine's insecurities. Oh. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, okay. Well, but, okay. So, in this scene, Kurt's wearing that red sweater and Blaine's wearing a dark blue shirt. Just pointing that out because this is different from what was before. And it's different than when he shows back oh, up at the apartment. Yeah. I know. I'm like, so did, was Blaine gone like for two days? Did they change at each other? Change his clothes and then run out of the house? Yeah. Well, that Kurt must have too. Like, because then Kurt was wearing something yeah. different too. So yeah, I don't it's know. very confusing. The clothing is very confusing in this scene. Well, and even when Blaine storms yeah, out, wait, when he... Yeah, oh. go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, what were you going to ask, Pink? No, because I'm trying to remember, was Blaine... Was, was, I'm forgetting all the characters' names now. Was Blaine <laughs> wearing the same thing we went to Elliot? No. Blaine is wearing a button-up, um, it's a long-sleeve blue shirt. And in the Elliot scene, he's wearing a when sweater. He shows, he's wearing... Wearing coral pants and a blue sweater <laughs> with like a yoke pattern. It's got like a button yeah. at the neck, like a. And I'm like, where the when the fuck did he change? Did I know, he go exactly. through like a telephone booth like Superman? Like what the hell? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Before we get to the Elliot, other Elliot scene though, um, let's talk about Artie. He he's standing by the subway, and right. he's just lamenting about his life, and he gets splashed by water. Yeah. So, that please. happens to all of us, dude. Yep. He's like Carrie in Sex in the City. <laughs> so is it raining or is he just splashing a puddle? It's puddle. There's that was like puddle. car puddle. That was okay. all, that was vehicle puddle that splashed him. Okay. Um, I, so I, you live there, but I mean, I'm, there's just I, I guess like down here, there's drainage issues in mm-hmm. on, in New York. I guess so. there are puddles everywhere. There's leaves mm-hmm. and garbage and trash, and if it rains, the water is everywhere and you have to stand back from the corner or you'll get splashed by stuff. And even then you will anyway. And, and don't wear it is not uncommon rubber shoes because I wore my Crocs because I'm stupid. And mm. I, um, I hit the curb and there was a puddle and I missed, like I slipped down in the puddle and I twisted my ankle. So, Oh, and your feet were soaking. Did you step in it and your feet were soaking wet too? Yeah. Yep. So, well, I fell right down onto the sidewalk and my friend was like, Tennis wow. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, the, the footwear in the city is like, yeah, it's like an Olympic sport. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, so Blaine goes to Elliot, and sadly, this is our last Elliot scene that we get. Mm-hmm. Is, no, is that it? He's never in so it again. Scary. Yeah, this is it. This is the last scene. Yeah. Um, so Blaine, Adam Lambert goes off to tour with Queen. Yeah. Uh, on his yoga retreat, which which Kurt mentions later in the in the season. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so Blaine storms in. I love that he just like throws the door open and comes in all to give a like, and he's like, "I'm hungry." Wait, you're not gonna move in. <laughs> like you're not gonna move in. You are on a Facebook friend with me, and I made it a point to wait for oh, you, and never did. It's so <laughs> petty. And Elliot is oh, like, "What?" i What the fuck? Yeah, Elliot is probably one of those people that doesn't even know he has a Facebook. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what? Yeah. I have a Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot is probably like, what is all with all these damn Lima motherfuckers <laughs> busting into my apartment yeah. all the damn time? And, it's like, you guys gotta uh, get out of high school. Yeah. He even <sighs> said that to Santana earlier in the season, but he's like, you guys are just... Oh, he did, didn't he? Yeah, he did. That's so high school. And, oh. um, I, I like, the, you know, what he says to Plain, though, about, like, dude, like, I'm not into Kurt. Kurt loves you. He yeah. won't shut up about you. Like, I'm guessing, yeah. you know, Elliot's, like, tired of listening about Blaine all the time and like you know like dude you just need to talk to him about boundaries yeah Yeah. I'm gonna tell you you guys Kurt damn it it's exactly the same thing find some you time yeah so Elliot is obviously like this you know he said he was going to NYU but like he's 25 going back to NYU or something because he does not feel like the same age as everybody else oh no no he's definitely older the other thing is that I think with Elliot, and I, I feel bad because part of it is, well, I mean, this is the end of his arc. And I, I understand part of it was because, like I said, Adam Lambert was going to tour with Queen. But I think the other part was, I think they were like, okay, basically he was a good placeholder for somebody that Kurt could be friends with, can confide in. But now Blaine's here. So... Bye-bye, Elliot. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I don't know, because I don't think... They think they serve wholly different purposes. They do. In Kurt, I, know, I mean, I the thing. To Kurt's relationship. I, I think I think that it's more, it's more likely to be as innocent as he simply had scheduling difficulties and he couldn't make it into any other episodes. Yeah. But also, well, the I rest of the season... Well, he was only contracted for five episodes anyway. Well, and the rest of the season... Yeah, and, you know, he's got other things to do. He's not a TV actor, and that's not what he wants to do. But also, other than Tested, isn't, most of the rest of the season is about Rachel. Yeah, yeah I mean, Clay gets... They get stuff the about... the backup plan and... Oh, I guess, and, yeah, I guess they do get... What's her name? But there's Kurt, a, a Blaine... There's yeah. a Blaine story, though. That's a Blaine, it's a Blaine story. story. But it's, it's a not Blaine Kurt. New York story. Kurt mm-hmm. hasn't had... A standalone arc, and he won't, because um, even in season six is more claim oriented. Um, the last arc that Kurt really, really actually got was in season four, when, and well, he when he got in Indiana, yeah, when he got in and then he hasn't had an individual arc, and he won't for the rest of the series, which is sad as for a Kurt fan. But the, the claim stuff though gets arcs an arc, but because right. it's such a, they have it in such a, a bubble that they don't allow for the, uh, you know, the individuals to really have an arc either because well, they're doing so many things. So too many characters and yep. trying to give everybody space. And... 
So, I, I mean, I, while the Kurt fan in me is sad about the not having that arc, at least the clean gets an arc, and I'm happy about that. So, mm-hmm. right. I don't know. It, yeah. But. I did love that last So, anyway. Week. Though, at, with the with the guitar, you know, the holding the yeah, guitar. Yeah, glitter rock vampire. become too jam. he's just trying to he's just trying to make everybody happy. He is. Well, I like the moment. Well, uh, first of all, uh, you know, Blaine's obviously got more insecurities, and this kind of leads into Tessa about like you know, your hair is so fine and thick, you don't have to rely on hair gel. Um and um. <laughs> But I also like when he hands playing the guitar and he's like, he has like a body pillow. Like, right. like Elliot has been around and he gets it. And I like yeah. that. And I do miss his character, but yeah. So, yeah. I do like that. Also, uh, this kind of canonically puts Blaine as a guitar player. So now all those six were, we, Blaine would play <laughs> guitar and we'd be like, Blaine doesn't play guitar. Darren plays guitar. And now it's like, Okay, fine. Blaine plays guitar too. You know what? I've heard a lot of criticism. I hate to say criticism because it's not really criticism, but like how this the last ending when they're actually singing Glitter Rock Vampire, it feels more like Darren and Adam Lambert. But I don't know if I necessarily feel that way. I mean, I kind of see it, but not. I don't know. I don't think I can long see it enough. In that I'm pretty sure, like if you if you got a hold of that script, I doubt the it doubt Blaine begins to strum the guitar. Mm-hmm. They sing Glitter Rock. I, I don't know. It may it. be. I mean, I I don't know if they would have. They didn't. Obviously, Glitter Rock Vampire was in the script in the first place because yeah. that was in his speech. Was it that he yeah. shouted at him? Right. That's right. Um, so they may have just said, "Just go ahead and improv something." They, yeah. they don't. They really don't do that as often as people think they do. No, well, they didn't really have an ending to the scene either. After like they do the little yeah. speech about boundaries and needing a place to grow. Like, mm-hmm. there's no right. natural ending to the scene. So I'm wondering yeah. if this was a way to, like, cap the scene off. To cap. But also, you know, if you think about Blaine, the character, anytime he goes into performance mode, even when he's playing the piano or if he's jumping mm-hmm. around, he's definitely, he's got a different energy performing than he does just being Blaine. Like, right. he sort of turns on his performer. And so I could, you could logically make the argument that Blaine could play guitar and he'd be, you know, mm-hmm. if you play the piano, you can, you know, play other instruments. Yep. And so I'm guessing I, I can go there. from as much as Kurt probably has talked about Blaine Elliott, at least has some idea of how Blaine is. He seems to be musical, right? Yeah, very intuitive like, anyway, but. Like, give him an instrument that'll shut Coleman down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, yeah, then we move on to um, Rachel is now going to walk with Artie in the subway so that Artie feels safe because Rachel has had an awakening of being a real New Yorker. So she's going to force Artie into the same thing. I don't know. It's so funny. This storyline is weird in a lot of respects, but I think it's hilarious and I kind of like the idea. That they don't throw random people together very often, like that don't aren't usually paired together and having Rachel and Artie is a nice kind of breath of fresh air, actually. Yeah. So. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I and like then, their Yeah, stuff. don't sleep on the subway where everybody's Which I also love. I know, it's so fun. They're all dancing on the subway. It happens. Yeah. That's it not really happen. unrealistic at all. No. <laughs> I've been there. We I, I remember one time we there was like this whole a cappella group. They just started singing on the subway no, and then everybody yeah, joined in. Yeah, mm-hmm. it happens. So. Well, not as often as it used to. I think it depends on their train. Mm. Uh, this yeah, this is a good long while ago. Next time I'm in town, you're asked to tell me which which train is most likely to have spontaneous musical performances break up out of nowhere. 
And we'll get on that train. A train? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Artie conquers his fear of subways as they sing on this thing. Um, so we get a scene of later that night with Sam's new place because the Sam's place is broken up with the clean thing. So the first part of the Sam's new place is that the guy's like, here's this apartment and your roommate's name is Sam too. And it's a girl. And like, uh-huh. Sam's like, this is the best thing ever. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it's like, and then of course, you know, I think we can we can go back and forth with the scenes, but I feel like we can just go and say, oh, you yeah, know, and ahead. eventually though, he, you know, instead of us going back and forth, because they do a lot of jumping in this episode. Um, but, you know, later on, you know, Sam's, Sam's talking to the other Sam and Sam's just like, you know, well, if you need help losing weight, you can take this pill. And if you have trouble getting to sleep at night, you can take this one. If you have to be up somewhere early in the morning, you have trouble breaking up, you can take this pill. And it's like, Holy crap, how many pills do you take? And Model drug like culture. Yep, yeah, pretty much. Culture. New York drug culture. That's pretty much what that was. And mm-hmm. Sam's like, nope, not doing this. Bye. And yeah. yeah. And I, the scene is rather tame, too. And when I, when I was like, oh, wow. Like, the first time I watched it, I thought, it, I don't know. It just, it is, it's very PG version of the Of what it could have been. Drug yeah, yeah, what it could have been. Yeah, so. and it, it could have <laughs> been a lot, it could have been a lot more, like, cringy after school special. That's true too, though. Uh, you get the point, Sam. Well, I think they were there. trying to get away from that aspect of, you know, the Glee storytelling from the earlier, the first few years, where it felt like right more like a school special version of these events. Okay, well, we're moving them to New York. Let's everything gets a little bit more irreverence, and it's all a little bit more, you know, yeah, fast moving. Yeah. I mean, they didn't. That girl looked pretty healthy, all things considered. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> so, they, but I bet oh, and that really room was skinny. cleaner too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So then we get the the next the the big makeup scene with Kurt and Blaine, and you know they've both been walking around the city for a while for okay, hours. Can we, okay, oh, can ahead. we talk about this? We should stop. Yeah. Okay. So, Blaine, this is. From earlier in the day when they had the fight, right? No, they're wearing so, different clothes. So it's a different day. Because Kurt was yeah. wearing red But in he fight went and to talk to Elliot. When day did he talk to Elliot? And then the, he came back the same day. Yes. And they're wearing, he's wearing the same yeah. sweater that day. But it's different than the, the, the shirt that he was wearing when they actually had the fight. So there's a day has passed. No, there can't then, be. Okay, so they both changed their clothes? Because they have the fight after, like, in the apartment when he's wearing the, whatever, the blue shirt. Yeah, and And then And then he runs out, and then he goes from there to Elliot's, right? And then we couldn't, right? we we don't know how they changed their clothes. Yeah, but but maybe it was cold outside and he put on a sweater. But then he says Elliot called him after Blaine left. Right. Yeah. And then he went and spent six hours on the ferry and then came back. Right. So it's all the same day. But Kurt must have changed clothes because he was wearing they a all, red turtleneck. Yeah. I, I guess. And then, and then okay. he was wearing a green shirt, but green sweater when he said, came back. He yeah, went to the High like, Line. Just yeah. so you know, it would have taken him an hour plus to get to the High Line, an hour <laughs> to walk the High Line, and an hour to get back to freaking wherever the hell they are. So what the hell? He was waiting for him for six hours and he went to the High Line? It's not Maybe. nearby. It's not nearby. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't figure out this well, whole scene makes my head explode. I'm and I'm guessing he Blaine but maybe Blaine left the night before. 
And so he Kurt spent the night at Elliot's. I don't know. No, <laughs> none of this makes sense. Go no, rewatch this episode when we're done. None of this. Makes <laughs> it sense. doesn't. I agree. It makes no sense. They should be wearing no, the same clothes. No, it doesn't. I agree. Yeah, it's, I mean anyway, the clothing it, thing it, definitely. I was, like, I was watching today and like, what the hell? I know it does not make I mean, any sense. This day is 17. I will say book. this. I think there's like the syndrome amongst people in LA that think that New York is so small and compact that everything is like an hour away. Oh, I know. In, in contrast to Los Angeles where everything is hours away in traffic. So oh it's like they kind of just put, it's the, same, get- it's the same reasoning that put Lima and Westerville right next door to each other instead of the actual two and a half hours apart that they really are. Yeah, none of this. I mean, he could have gone to the High Line and come back in the in the six, in the hours, six hours that Blaine wandered around New York City and went to the Statue of Liberty. Oh my God! I mean, <laughs> right, you'd, play, you'd, play but he wouldn't have but been waiting glee. there for him. Just remember, but yeah. it's glee. But it's glee. The whole scene made my yeah. head explode. That's okay. Time I mean, wise. Like, time anyway, wise. Ta- this this whole show in time just does not make sense on so many levels. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, just, I had to get it out. I had to, somebody had to know. I had to say it to someone. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, so getting into the actual scene, though. Um, so Blaine has come to the decision, and which is probably pretty hard for him, seems that he's the one having yeah. the more insecurities. Oh, yeah. He wants to, he, he will move he out. Move and I like that Kurt says, I don't know if that's what I want. He right. obviously doesn't think that that, you know, he doesn't want really Blaine to leave. He doesn't want to say that his relationship is not working, but something no. is not working. And I think no. this is where this decision of deciding to move out is what they kind of come up with as the best solution because they don't know what they're doing. And they right. don't. And it's time to reset, pull back, try and figure out who they are. And it is probably one of the smartest things they ever did as yeah. a relationship, I think. But Yeah, because I, mean, I kind of a lot of... A lot of people are like, why didn't they just like stay living together or, you know, and it's like, no, I can understand. Because they're 18. Yeah. <laughs> like. Or 19. I think one of the other good. things of this scene that makes me, that I really appreciate is that when Kurt says, you know, I'm trying to protect something that's very precious to me. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. want to ruin this. And so like them taking a step back is them trying to protect the relationship. Yeah. No, I think they both show a like intense commitment to each other and from Kurt too, which is the thing that everybody mm-hmm. always was sort of wanted and that he was so aggravated throughout the episode but like you mentioned earlier it doesn't mean he doesn't love him oh everything just has to be less intense all the time well and he is downright worried when blaine gets back and he's really worried that blaine may try to break up with him he's really worried that blaine might have cheated on him again not really but like i don't think he's worried about that but no something like that not like the cheating but like something bad i guess is what i'm trying to say um, yeah, but I mean, them having to kind of take this time apart from each other. I mean, they're not necessarily saying that they're going to spend several months apart or anything like that. But at this rate, they need they need to have some space besides having to go off to like, you know, ferries and highlines and things like mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. when you're in that space, you can barely get away from Rachel half the time. So, right. I mean, it's just like, well, we need to have some space. I'm going to go sit in the bathroom for a while. I mean, that's that's just not doable. So this is really the only thing they can do. Yeah. And there's right. something actually, if you're in this relationship, even though all of Blaine's stuff could be in another place, there's no reason why they wouldn't spend four of seven nights together. Well, I mean, they, it's like, they pretty much do. They do. Yeah. Like they show. And, and it actually, that's a, that's kind of a better way to 
get your right. stuff together, honestly. I, yeah. They they show them, like, I know in Bash, they're going to show them kind of coming out of Kurt's bedroom. Like, in right. the, Kurt is, I mean, Blaine and Tested is in Kurt's room in the morning right. and at different parts of the day. Like, they are still spending yeah. a majority all of their, their time, time together. together. Right. They just oh, moved yeah. all his physical stuff somewhere else so that they could mm-hmm. have have an actual space, which right. is great. And right. so every once in a while, because like they're, during opening night, Kurt is by himself again in the loft mm-hmm. when before Rachel's big day because Rachel wants her space, right. but he's again sleeping with his you know boyfriend pillow because right. obviously most of the nights Blaine is probably there, right? So yeah, but this particular night it's probably like and we'll y'all talk about that episode later on, but it is kind of a he. I'm sure Blaine probably wanted to stay over and Kurt was like. Rachel is freaking the fuck Rachel, out. Yeah, yeah. stay away here, Rachel. And, and <laughs> yeah. Blaine has to share a room with Sam, so it's not like they're spending a lot yep. of time with Blaine's. No, well, and it didn't they? They make a a comment later that Sam's actually spending most of his nights in Mercedes. In room. Mercedes room, yeah. So, yeah, and so they could have worked that out. Yeah, it, um, well, it's, it's also a, life. You know, I'm guessing it's also a place that because they sh- they only really show it in the backup plan, but. Um, that Kurt can go over to Blaine's. I guess they do in Tested as well. Kurt can go over to Blaine's oh, yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. they can have some privacy there because there are actually doors in that place and you can right. shut them and they can have sex together and yeah. not, you know, whatever. And so. they're both so much more relaxed, even though, you know, they have still have other problems, but whatever. Yeah. We'll get, whatever. guys will get to those. They'll get through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. But for now, I mean, I, you know, I really like the scene. I really like this arc. I think that they did a good job with it and it, you know, gave us some meaty clean stuff that we haven't had in yeah. forever. No, it was so. great. Yeah. It's a great this is also, um, uh, you know, a throwback to that. I think that to love, love, love when, when bird is like, you know, it's going to be fun at first and you're going to be singing and dancing in your underwear and making pasta right. and having sex. And, but it's not, it's hard. It's, work. it's hard. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, so yeah. And then we get the nice lovely cap of making out and having makeup sex. Yes. <laughs> so. Which who doesn't like that? Exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So. They both wanted it. Well, and I like that that too because, like, it's, you know, season three did feel so censored, and now they're you know very openly right. talking about sex and having an intimate right. relationship and stuff like that. So, right. so yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so, any other? They, they had moved it to nine o'clock at this point, hadn't they? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think also because they're not in high school anymore. That was also another. Right. I think yeah. maybe one reason why they don't look like teenagers is so that they could get away with some of the script stuff. So. Right. Yeah, I think they. I think they were just like, okay, it's like the rule in Hollywood. Okay, you're over eighteen. You're adults now. Yeah. We're not gonna make no. you start waxing your chest anymore or anything like that. So. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, like we already talked about the the Sam scene. Um. So we can skip over that. And then we have, um, the next scene is actually. Um, when they're all, ooh, um, when they are all in the, they're in, they have to be in the loft. There's no other place yet. They're, they're in, in the, the loft. loft. Yeah, we're just hanging out in the loft. Yep. Okay. Oh, okay. So, like, what happens is basically, they, after Sam's scene breaks, me about, they, um, they're, oh, so they're, so Artie and Rachel come home to say right. they right. saw the mugger and they, right. They went off and they had the mugger found and the they mugger. tell a story. And it's been like, oh, yeah, that's right. They followed the mugger and like this guy was like a guy from Hoarders and had the laptop and everything was all awesome. And, and they just found didn't, all the stuff. Yeah. Rachel and Mace, it, the guy or something. No, Artie Mace, the guy. Oh, Artie Mace. Yeah. 
already but, missed the guy. And it's so they funny. They crammed so much stuff in this episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, and at the same time, I feel like it still had room to breathe because there are only really yeah. three storylines. And it's been a long time since any, you know, you know, story has actually had breathing room. Right. So. No, it was great. All right. Um, so. <laughs> uh, but well, this is my favorite episode. So, um, <laughs> but uh, so, mine is Puppet Master. Fine, uh, Puppet Master was amazing. <laughs> that was that's amazing. Mine's still born this way. Always will be. Oh, these are all good episodes, guys. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go. Uh, okay, anyway, so okay, so Kurt and Blaine say they've had an exciting adventure, but not as exciting as that. Or that you know they've had. I don't know. Like again, they're in, wearing different outfits. I, it's, because they come in, when, when Rachel and Artie come in, they're doing their homework. Yeah. And Blaine's wearing that, that green and yellow plaid shirt that I really mm-hmm. like. With bow tie. Yeah. And um, yeah. is Kurt wearing either his green sweater? sweater? They're both no, studying. It's red. I think it's oh, is he wearing the red one? No, I think it's a darker sweater. I think it's like a, almost black, like a navy. Or, I don't mm. know. I've been going through the pictures on the Glee Wiki, so. Oh, Okay. Um, yeah, I don't uh, have my computer in front of me, so I can't check. Um, so, yeah, uh-huh. so they decide that they're going to, Blade's going to move out, but they're not breaking up because everybody's like, what? But they're not breaking, you know. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, Blade's going to experience the city the way Kurt did, but more so they're just going to give each other space. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's when they said, that's when we learned that Sam has moved out because Blaine was going to move in with Sam. It's <laughs> um, like, not in my apartment with the druggy battles, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we get Mercedes who Woo-hoo, shows up to the rescue. Yay! Bust into the loft because nobody has keys or knocks or anything like that. No, well, that door doesn't have a like. It doesn't even lock. It just yeah. You might want to lock that door, but I guess yeah. for for set purposes, it was easier to put it on a roller. Yeah. Right on. We ever notice in TV shows in general, like especially when people will just leave the front doors open. It drives me crazy. I'm like, why does people shut the door? Anyway, I live out in the country and we close and we lock the fucking door. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so anyway, Mercedes I had an upstairs in. neighbor who like, used to leave our apartment door open constantly. It used to drive us crazy. In this apartment, know. pink. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. No. Yeah. Um, so she moved over. And so then the next scene we get is... Um, of them moving Mercedes in. And again, yeah. I, you know, I want to, I just, because so many people are like, Kurt's not happy, and he just, like, he and Blaine aren't doing well. I'm like, you know what, though? Like, he and Blaine are okay. He is not happy with Rachel. Like, he's just, not ha- Yeah, he's like diva ugh, Rachel. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe I'm moving your furniture. Yeah. somebody else's furniture. So, it's Mercedes' no, he's furniture. He's Rachel. But yeah, he's yeah. pissed at Rachel. He's not mad at Blaine. Oh, my God. No, not at all. Like, and then this it, kind it, of... It, Oh, go ahead. Pete. It's more like he kind of wishes that it's like if Rachel's not going to actually help with anything, what the hell is she doing here? Yeah, why can't she yeah, leave? Exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. She's the other one who's like in his space twenty four hours a day, demanding things. Exactly. And he can't well, get rid of her. That is what's going to come up during Old Dog's New Tricks. I mean, yeah. that's you know, oh, yeah. There's much deeper issues there. <laughs> um, oh yeah. I love that Artie's like, I would help if I could. There's <laughs> like five stairs yeah. that he has to go up. I'm like, how does he ever get, I don't think he ever goes in at that point. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> never in that sure. no. But okay, side, he, so Kurt does have one more arc in this, the end of the season. There's more Kurt story because oh. he gets the old dog new trick story. Right. But yeah. That he like writes a, himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I meant more of like it's it's not really a, a whole like long running arc over no, many episodes, no, no. but there are yeah, little. But it does ones, tie into pieces. all the other issues. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Okay, so, go on. Um, so, uh, and and then Blaine is so funny. He's like, I just love her style. <laughs> I know when she's run screaming at Taxi. Taxi. He's laughing. Like, at her. That's oh, hilarious. <laughs> Oh, I just love man. her style. And, Kurt, and then Kurt scowls at them both. He's just like, oh, like oh my done. god. I've already been here for a year and a half. You take her. Yeah. <laughs> god, I bet um, he would have loved that. <laughs> <laughs> but then we get I I like this part. Sam and Mercedes together. Mm-hmm. And I love that you know, she first of all, she's like talking about how like she got her producers to move over to New York on some BS like right. Thing with, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Because uh, LA is too sunny, but really she's just lonely and she wanted to be over there. Yeah. So she right. said That's something about, are. what did she say? It was something about, um, I want an urban sound or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I also like that, you know, Sam's like, well, you know, what about us? Like all of the, you know, sexual tension here. <laughs> she's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> She puts her hand on his face. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh. And then apparently the line, this was ad lib, the line where he says, some people just don't know how to screw and she just cracks up. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Was that ad libbed? That was, that was, that, uh, her breaking was definitely uh, breaking Amber was. breaking. I don't know if the line was yeah. 100% ad libbed, but um, her breaking was. Um, so yeah. And then we get uh the last the last little montage, which is um racial singing people. Mm-hmm. Um, um and we get Artie on the subway on the again. Subway. We yep. get um Sam and Mercedes kind of just chilling walking down the the sidewalk and, and then we get Kurt and Blaine hand in hand buying flowers for each other. So Aww. yep. And, and then Ray's good. Rachel's in the and singing in that very last shot that Rachel's singing in is her dad is in that scene. That's the scene that her dad's in. You can't see it. Like yeah. I, I literally saw a screenshot of it and somebody had circled him because I don't know what he looks like. So like I've that's... seen pictures of him recently because she's posted yeah. some. But yeah. So yeah, and that is our that's our first that's New York arc episode, which is yeah. my favorite. But so yeah. Hey. Yeah. Um, that's a great start. It is a great start. Mm-hmm. This whole is. arc is just is just a really it's a nice gift for the fans, really, because they didn't yeah. have to do this. And so yeah. So yeah. Well, it's hard. Great. I mean, maybe who knows? Maybe they I, you know, it's conceivable that the network had said, Your newbies aren't, you know, doing yeah. enough for us. Figure out a yeah. way to cut it out. And then um, you know, they got renewed for season five and six at the same time, but then the guy mm-hmm. who renewed them, who was their supporter left immediately got fired <laughs> and then that's why they cut season six to 13 episodes so i didn't know yeah. that part of it oh no, yeah, yeah that's what happened like, if we could have, oh, he was yeah, fired oh, yeah they that guy got fired because they're like you should have fucking canceled that show or told them it had five, okay it had nothing to do with oh. he got fired for reasons that had nothing to do with glee okay, <laughs> okay. i didn't um, know that but there were yes. he had made other decisions i the, think there was it, with Sleepy Hollow, or maybe what? Yeah, he had. Yeah, it, it was totally for for other reasons. But he had renewed Glee for two seasons, and then when they came in, that whoever took over for him or the network pulled season six and a thirteen. And my suspicion is they were going to have to pay them 
whether they made it or not. Yeah. So they had a guarantee of a number of episodes, but they didn't have a guarantee of a full season. So that's what they wound up doing. I know that the the season five was too short just because of the stuff with Corey, and they ended up like having to cut to so that they could push they production cut two back because they pushed production like about a month right. or something. Yeah, right. So right. that makes sense to me. I mean, as much as I would have loved to have two more New York arc episodes, you can tell the first half of the season is totally stretched so that they could hit that hundredth episode, episode as a right. finale. Right, um, for everyone, and then they move on. But yeah, I mean, who knows what they would have done with season six if they had had the obvious episodes. But yeah, that was the guy got fired, and so the network pulled it back and they dumped it on Friday night. Yep. Yeah. Wow, that makes more sense. After that ridiculous show that Terry Crews was hosting, which was basically a ripoff of America's Funniest Home Videos. I don't know. I have no idea. What oh, that is. oh, I know what you're talking The episode that aired or the show that aired before on Friday night. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. so bad. I wouldn't even, because a lot of times I'll like watch the last five minutes of whatever's on before my TV show's on. And I couldn't. Yeah. It, was so, it was such a bad show. <laughs> no. So, I don't remember. Uh, all right. Well, um, uh, anything, any other things you guys want to talk about this one before I do the wrap up? This no, one? I'm good. I love the music. It's a great episode. It's very rewatchable. A lot of stuff yeah. for our faves. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, our faves have a lot of stuff. Great music. Except for the whole like folding space time thing, I'm really yeah. Good, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. Except for, except for all of the unrealistic shit about New York. <laughs> <laughs> well, I normally don't mind that. I think it's hilarious. I don't care if it's unrealistic. I yeah, find it yeah. funny as long as it's but, entertaining. At the end of the yeah. day, and this one is, I mean, and I it's good writing. It's, there's no, there's nothing about any city that you see portrayed anywhere that's in any way realistic. Oh, so I wouldn't oh. expect it to be realistic about New York either. Complete so. side tangent. I will say that um, the movie um, American Pie, as you guys may remember. Um, yeah. It actually takes place on my campus that I went to school, MSU. And I, I will tell you right now, nothing. Yeah, like none of it. It's like the distance between one thing and another thing makes absolutely no sense in any exactly. in any film. I mean, yeah, it's like it exactly. doesn't. It, it's, it oh, doesn't. Yeah. You just have to expect well, that. I can't think of anything that was shot on like my college campus or anything <laughs> like that, unless you count like University of Alabama. And I can tell you all that stuff's unrealistic. But I always find it funny that they shot like Pitch Perfect and Screen Queens. But so many of these things were actually shot on the LSU campus. And that's just like, it's just so weird how they apparently decided that Louisiana State would be like this fill-in college for like all these other places. Louisiana has a has a big film tax credit, yeah. uh, which is why they shoot there. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I want to thank you guys for uh, being my first podcast back from my hiatus. So Woohoo! I hope for, it, you know, <laughs> it's fun. not too crunchy when you end up listening to it. Oh, I hope not too. So, yeah. <laughs> um, join us next week when we will further ourselves on with uh, Bash. And yeah. So join us next Sunday and have a great night. You make me feel so young You make me feel like spring has sprung Like the way he's speaking His confidence is peaking Don't like his baggy jeans But I'ma like what's underneath him Love is a bad